become our friend on Facebook. Post on our wall your thoughts about our shows and network. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaSports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. You've chosen America's number one. Number one. Number one. one. Outdoor radio show. Well, welcome to America, amigo. The Revolution with Jim and Trav, where we bring you the outdoors so you can get outdoors. It's outdoor radio at its finest that highlights local and national outdoor news in the field perspectives and current gear reviews that are 100% free of charge. Brought to you by Whitetails Extreme, the makers of Rack Addict. Ignite improved nutrition and results 365 with Rack Addict. Log on to whitetails-extreme.com to learn more about Rack Addict. Now, without further ado, let's start the revolution with Jim and Trav. Rip. Stance. Sight picture. Trigger press. Four rudimentary steps for proper handgun shooting. But the most basic and crucial step of all? The brain buster. Ooh, hey, it would have to be a, come on, strain, firearm safety. Number one, all guns are always loaded. Go ahead. Make my day. Always beware of your muzzle and keep it downrange. Whenever you're shooting, always use hearing and eye protection. You only have one set of ears and one set of eyes. Never point your weapon at anything you're not willing to destroy. One of the most important things you can do at home is to dry fire. Now that's dry fire, not live fire. Number three, keep your finger off the trigger until your sights are on the target. And number four, Always be sure of your target and what's beyond. I sincerely pray and even cross my toes. I even got my fingers crossed. That every Don't be single... double crossed, though. Oh, that undoes it. It does. Okay, I only got one now. There you go. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> uh, that all of our listeners actually takes heed of what was just said there in those clips. Matter of fact, if they don't, big problem. But. But there's more. No, wait for it. <laughs> it's coming. Wait. <laughs> just wait, Jimmy. <laughs> Yeah, we let's get out of the yeah. bag. Yeah, I wanted to get out. That was the stupidest <laughs> sight gag I think we have done so far. Yeah, we're on radio. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, today's rev is all about one thing, and that is hunting with handguns. But before we get to that, Jim's got a little PSA. You know, we can't stress this enough. Even if you've already hounded everyone in your home, your friends, and whomever about proper firearm safety, please, we encourage you to take just a brief moment to reiterate the importance of this practice once again this weekend. Yeah, it might not only save their life, but yours as well. So in today's Ram Power Block... Powered by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Hey, we'll hear from the world's most prolific competition shooting legend, Doug Koenig. And then we'll take calls at 785-846-7647 from Field of Stream shotgun editor, Bill Borgeli. Tim Brain with Federal Ammunition, Trav's True Daddy, oh, yeah. Larry Wysoon, Mr. Whitehill himself, and Gary Smith, who's the editor of Hunting Handgun Magazine, or Handgun Hunting Magazine. That, that is it. I've been told What's that? that any woman at over 18 years of age, uh-huh. if she just looks directly into Larry Wysoon's beard, Uh-oh. she will instantly become impregnated. Uh-oh. That's what happened with my mama. <laughs> Plus, she's a floozy. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Mom. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we are being joined right now by Doug Koenig, 
And uh, I, Jim and I want to know, Doug, and we know this happens when you're competing, let's say, at the Bianchi Cup, uh, extreme level of uh, competition. Um, competition. They're tremendous athletes. Just how many times, though, in a given day, they got to keep record of it somehow, yeah, is Dirty Harry referenced? You know what happens? You could ask yourself a question. <laughs> do I feel lucky? Reaping. Well, do you, punk? That's a great clip, yeah, it is. by the way. Tell us. <laughs> Well, we do. We absolutely do. But, uh, you know, that's Clint Eastwood stuff, Dirty Harry. That's classic for sure. Yeah. Now, uh, okay. First of all, why don't you tell our listeners real quick? I mean, like Jim said, uh, you're extremely prolific in the competitive shooting world when it comes to pistols. Uh, what are some of the titles you have uh, won? Well, I've won the uh, NRA Bianchi Cup, uh, World Action Pistol Championship. I've won that uh, 13 times. Uh, wow. I've won the Masters International Shooting Tournament, which is a three-handgun event. We shoot uh, a precision event, an action event, and a long-range event out to 200 meters. I've won that 18 times. Wow. Um, yeah, World Speed Shooting Championship, the Steel Challenge, I've won that three times. Sportsman's Team Challenge, uh, myself and two teammates, we've we won that 16 times. So we've kind of, you know, wow. I've, I've kind of been been there, done that on a lot of different, you know, three-gun competitions, <laughs> rifle, pistol, and shotgun. Yeah. Well, let's just say you know your way around a handgun. <laughs> yeah. How's that? <laughs> <laughs> I would say that's a, that's a pretty true statement. <laughs> you kind of faded, out on, faded out on us. We can hardly hear you. Really? Yeah, okay, now you're back. Now, now you're back. Oh, yeah, okay. so... Um, you know, obviously, this isn't luck. Um, there's a lot of <laughs> skill, and uh, you have practice. Now, how do you go about, honestly, choosing a firearm? I mean, you got to think about what best fits you and your capabilities in your hand. A lot of people have a, a tendency to either um, they don't have enough firepower or they're under firepowered. W what's some tips, some advice you could give us, Doug? Well, well the first thing I would say is you have to look at what you're trying to do with the firearm. You know, you're buying one for hunting then you have to look at certain calibers for that. If you're buying, you know, a handgun for self-protection, you know, I think you also have to look there, too. I mean, what your capabilities are, you know, a 9 millimeter is a great all-around um, personal protection round. You know, I don't recommend, you know, a 95-pound woman, you know, shooting a 45 automatic <laughs> in, a, in an aluminum frame handgun. You know, it just doesn't make any sense. So you have to look at what you're trying to do with it, and then after you figure out the caliber, you know, for the job that you're going to do, you know, it's all about how it feels in your hand because everybody's different. Everybody's hand is different. And I just recommend you go to the gun shop, you, you handle them all. And if you're fortunate enough to have a place where you can actually shoot them all before you purchase, that's what you have to do because, you know, uh, a Smith & Wesson may fit me perfect. And somebody else may like, a, may like a Glock or something different, just might fit their hand differently. And the way that, and you always want the gun, just like a good shotgun shooter, you want the gun to be pointed where you're looking. You know, you don't want it to front sight real high or real low. So that all goes by the grip and how your hand is, and you got to go by comfort. Yeah. Well, I noticed that uh, you shoot a 1911. Of course, I have a 1911. I've got big hands, and it fits me really well. But you were right about this 95-pound woman. I mean, she may want an FNC or she wants something else uh, that uh, that would really fit her well. But, you know, we are talking about hunting with handguns. Do you hunt with handguns? Absolutely. I sure do. What do you use, Doug? Well, I, I've got, you know, right now I've got two handguns I predominantly hunt with, and it's a, it's a Smith & Wesson 629 in wow. a 44 mag or the Smith & Wesson uh, X-Frame in 460. If I'm going to 
<laughs> if I'm looking for something big or long range shooting, you know, I go with a 460. Now, in your competition shooting, what what's the longest uh, 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 shot that you take in competition? And then tell us about the longest shot you've taken in hunting. Well, the longest uh, in competition with a handgun, like I said at the Masters, we shoot. Uh, it's about 220 yards, 200 oh, meters with with a gosh. handgun. And my my longest uh, hunting shot with a handgun, I have shot. Uh, I shot a whitetail. At 226 yards uh, on film. So 226 yards. Well, I'm sorry, what did you shoot him with? Uh, with a Smith & Wesson 500. The first year they came out with a 500. I mean, that's a hammer, isn't it? That's <laughs> <laughs> a hammer, it sure is. <laughs> no, okay, you know, I started off, uh, you know, um, shooting pistols. I, you know, like, typically you start with a pellet gun, then I went to a 22 lever action, and then, um, you know, keep gradually progressing from there. And I'll be really honest with you. I mean, I shoot quite a bit, and I'm not a bad shot. But, like, Jim, he got his new 1911, and we were out there plinking with it just a little while ago. We tried to hit the barn. And, and honest <laughs> to God, you know, I anything over 20 yards with a pistol, um, I suck. I mean, totally. I just, I, I don't know. I, I really think it takes, uh, obviously, a lot of dedication and practice and, and skill. That's a 226 yards. Doug, that's crazy, man. It is crazy. And above you're right though. I mean, I think and, and shooting a handgun, I mean, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, it takes a lot it takes a lot of discipline, but you know, it's like anything in life. If you if you find what you're good at, you know, and just and work your butt off at it, you know, it it's, it comes a, a little easier, you know, shooting a handgun. It was I can't say it was easy for me, but you know, I, I picked it up naturally and then I just took that natural skill and really worked hard for you know, uh, 20 years, like I tell people, um, you know, it took me 24 years to be an overnight success. So it's, uh, it was a lot a- of hard work, a lot of, a lot of hours at the range, a lot of hours working on the equipment and loading ammo. So it's a dedication for sure. Yeah. That overnight success was a doggone long night, wasn't it? <laughs> it sure was. I'll tell you. <laughs> yeah. No, no, uh, in, in between, uh, uh, say sessions when you're out there shooting, do you clean your guns? Absolutely. You know what, you know, I'm probably not the best at cleaning my guns, um, but what happens is, example, if I'm training for the Bianchi Cup and I'm I'm really working hard that day, I may shoot a thousand rounds uh, in three or four hours training on one specific aspect of it. So, Man. you know, I get about halfway through, you know, I get my Otis kit out, I clean it, clean the bore out, clean the chamber out. You know, I don't, typically don't do a full strip then, but I'll just clean the, the chamber and the bore out. And I'll continue hammering, and when I get home is when I, you know, typically disassemble the gun, you know, totally because it's it's filthy after a day like that. Now, exactly, um, you know, we talked about buying a pistol, shooting. How important is um, proper gun maintenance? Well, I think it's I think it's imperative. You know, the the, the biggest problem whether you're a hunter or a shooter, guys go out and shoot, and they stick the gun back in the safe, they stick it back in the case, they just set it somewhere, and they think, you know. Th- it's like your car. You don't have to change the oil. I mean, you do. You have to keep it clean because all, when you're firing, the unburnt powder and things like that are all corrosive. Yeah. Uh, you, the oil's from your hand. So eventually the stuff rusts. And what will happen is then they go out a month from now or two months from now, whenever they go out to shoot again, or unfortunately if it's in their carry weapon, you know, and they realize something's rusted, something's thickened, the safety, the trigger. So you really have to pay attention you know, to detail and cleaning your firearms. You know, you're really, like I said, I'm not the best because I shoot so much, but I mean, at the end of the day, I always clean my guns 
and to make sure that when I stick them back in the safe, they're oiled up and ready to go because, you know, my livelihood relies on, on my gun. You bet. Well, you probably will never find a dust bunny in your barrel, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if we had a dust bunny, yeah. I don't, uh, my other things, but, but not that. <laughs> there you go. Hey, if we want to find out more about you and what you're doing and where you're going next, where do we find you online? Well, I have a website, uh, dot um, and I've got a TV show, which is going to be uh, on Pursuit Network. Really? Here, quarter three and four, yeah. Doug Canick's championship season. And we do uh, cover, you know, the competitive shooting circuit and general shooting tips and things like that. And then we also get into crossbow hunting and hunting in general. And, uh, you know, it's an information show, how to get involved, what it's like to compete, the equipment. And, uh, you know, things to help you from competition transition over into hunting and vice versa. So it's a pretty informative show. All right. Well, hey, we've been talking with Doug at Koenig. And not only is he a great shot, he's got wonderful facial hair. I like a man with good facial hair. But anyways, <laughs> uh, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com plus Cabela's, world's foremost outfitter at Cabela's.com and NRA blog. That's NRA blog. Dot com plus Ruger at Ruger.com and High Mountain Seasonings. You can find them at HIMTNJerky.com. Once again, that's HIMTNJerky.com. But, Doug, man, uh, we truly appreciate you coming in, calling us here, and uh, really handing out some great tips. Oh, yeah, they were great. Learned a lot of uh, wonderful information. We truly appreciate that, man. Thank you so much, buddy. All right. Thank you very much for having me, guys. All right. Well, folks, coming up next, we got Phil Borgeli. He is the Field of Dream editor. Actually, he's an editor at Field of Dream. He's the shotgun editor at Field of Dream, and he's going to talk about handgun hunting. I want to start a bet right now how many times you're going to screw his name up <laughs> in this next interview. Uh-oh. Anyway, stick around. Phil Borgeli is coming up right here after this. Attention passengers, we may experience 60 minutes of continuous outdoor talk starts now. Brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time noon pacific on the voice america sports channel there are some things in life that defy explanation sleeping out under a few billion stars on a clear western night for example or the thrill of being in the saddle and running with the herd words can't do justice to the scope of those experiences such is the case at ram where the 1500 is so loaded with performance and personality that any attempt to describe it falls short. You simply have to climb aboard and take it for a run to fully appreciate what it means to ride on top. Guts, glory, ram. The 390 horsepower Ram 1500 with an available 5.7 liter Hemi V8 that gets up to 20 MPG 
plus a five-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. MPG based on highway EPA estimates. See a dealer for a copy of the powertrain limited warranty. Ram and Hemi are registered trademarks of Chrysler Group, LLC. For hunting, target, and long-range shooting, choose Zeiss Rapid C, the ultimate ballistic reticle. Now until December 31st, receive up to a $100 mail-in rebate when you purchase a qualifying rifle scope with Rapid C reticle. See your Zeiss dealer or visit Zeiss.com slash sports for details. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Lacking ambition, skill, or talent? Mm. The revolution doesn't care. Hit them up at outdoortrailsnetwork.com. All right, well, hey, we are back on The Revolution, and uh, just to recap, we are talking about big game hunting with handguns in there, right, Jimbo? That's right. Hey, we just talked to Doug Kennick, and we're just about to go to Phil Bordelli. Hey, he's got a mess <laughs> up. Hey, that's right. Now we got uh, the, the beautiful, wonderful Peggy. Big mouth Peggy. Peggy, what's going on? Listen, Cobra Firearms, babe, have I found a place to get a wonderful what? handbag? Who are you calling babe? You guys. <laughs> ah, grody. <laughs> That's weird. Hey, listen, listen, listen. What'd you find? I am tired of these 80-style bags. Hey, you're talking about concealed carry, like, purses for women. Yeah, right? I'm not talking women. I'm talking the purses, babe. Purses for <laughs> women. Anyways, go on with your little spiel here. Wait, oh, that's actually pretty cool. I'm looking yeah, at that right now. skin. But listen, what? listen, it's not like those old ones that you everybody knew what you were carrying around. Yeah. It alerted everybody. Wah, wah. Everybody knew. <laughs> An ugly fashion statement. You're a dork. <laughs> but I love purses. You I do love, love purses. Handbags. Now, this is actually pretty cool because, you know, let's it's say, very you nice. know, um, nobody wants to carry around. You were saying, like, earlier, like a rucksack. Yeah. Because that's kind of what it looks like. These yeah, are designer. Kind of a bag. Yeah, yeah, these are really cool, and they are fashionable. You can have a bag for a bag. Oh, my god! Maggie is the big mouth old bag. <laughs> oh, no, excuse me. Uh, I'm very no, fashionable. Because, you know, my wife's younger. Uh-huh. This would appeal to her. Especially um, so. young ladies going to college. Very uh, much. Professional women. They want they want to carry their firearm, but they don't want to have a holster or this ugly bag like a... Uh, Peggy here. Oh, listen, guys. Well, what, all, what, what listen, kind of colors listen, do they in come all in? seriousness, it comes in a variety of different colors. You can get anything from pink to salmon. They have a lot of different leopard prints. It's in leather. It ranges anywhere from like two fifty to three fifty a bag. That's not um, bad. No, not anymore. And it's a very nice quality bag for goodness sakes. And the whole thing is, you're not you're not alerting everybody that you're carrying around a handgun. I mean, and yet yeah. at the same point in time. Well, women do like purses. These are very fashionable. Now, I we want one. Where do you find them? Like, if we want to Google I want them. One. Uh, you know, just Google them and do Cobra Firearms, and then it'll take you right to the website. Yeah. Listen, uh, trust me. Check I like them. Well, like check em. it out. You know, yeah. Yeah, you can decide for yourself. Anyways, right now we got to get to Phil Borgeli. Peggy, you're out of here. Uh, bye. bye. <laughs> here. Thank you, bye. Peggy. Bye. All right. Uh, we got Phil Borgeli. He is on, li- on the line right now. You can go. Get out of here, Peggy. No, you're great. Go. We don't even want you in the studio. No, you're not great. I said you're you're good to go. <laughs> now that Peggy's gone, uh, we are being joined by Thank Phil God for Small Wonders. And uh, he is the shotgun editor for Field and Stream. And and the thing is, it, it was really interesting when we were talking to him before we went on the air on this last break. Yeah. That uh, he actually has been a shotgun editor for like 15, 20 years for Field and Stream. And uh, and that is really his vocation, and to actually take this leap of faith, if you will, yeah, to big go and, and hunt with a handgun for big game, hey, that's had to be out of his comfort zone. Well, yeah, definitely when it comes to anything, uh, shooting sports with shotguns or any type of shotgun hunting in general, this man has vast knowledge of it. 
But uh, like Jim said, what made you take that leap up, Phil? Well, uh, first thing is I thought our readers would be interested. Yeah. Uh-huh. I have always thought, and we don't write much about handguns in Field of Stream. Yeah. But I've always thought that we had a lot of readers who were interested in it, and I wanted to try it. And, and because we have the blog and we get immediate reaction from people, I thought it would be a good test if I did a couple stories about hunting with a handgun. Yeah. Uh, I was interested in it because my home state of Iowa allows handguns in our shotgun seasons and also in our late black powder season. And, mm, and really? honestly, one of the reasons I wanted to try it was I got tired of fooling with muzzle loaders when my fingers were really cold. <laughs> I thought it'd be <laughs> I thought it'd be easier to just uh, drop a bullet in a chamber or six of them. Yeah. And uh, it is. And, and I didn't have to worry about unloading it or, or reloading it quickly or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So that was that was also, and I was just curious. Uh, it's something I I'd never done. I am, you know, I do write for the gun nuts. I do like guns. Yeah. So I thought I'd give it a try. Yeah. Now, now the thing is, when you decided to go and hunt, what uh, caliber and what handgun did you actually choose? Well, I was fortunate in that my introduction to handguns came at the Smith and Wesson factory. I joined. I took the tour. Uh-huh. My my older son actually graduated from college right near near the factory. So we went out, I wanted to visit him and we both went and, and took a day and went, we got the tour and then they took us over to their indoor range and brought out quite a few calibers and went with a 357 Magnum, which people, you know, you can start a debate and I did on the blog about whether that's a marginal deer caliber or not, but it turned out in, in looking back at it, it turned out to be a, a good decision. Yeah. So, okay. You got into hunting with pistols, and obviously mm-hmm. you were successful. Was it everything you thought it would be? Was it a letdown? Was it more of a thrill? What What is your overall take on the experience? I was I found it very exciting. Really, I, it reminded me. I I gave up bow hunting. Oh, it's been well when I had kids and got bird dogs and other stuff. Something had to go, and that was bow hunting. Is there that or the kids? You know. <laughs> <laughs> He I has. wasn't going to give up the bird dog, so <laughs> it, had to, it had to be something. Yeah. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, where I live, the the best duck hunting and the best bird hunting and the best deer hunting all take place at the same time. And yeah, so, uh, but it, it was a very similar experience in that had the ice shot. I wound up shooting a, a big doe, which is pretty much what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I, my my general theory of deer hunting is shoot the first one and go back to bird hunting. Oh, <laughs> I'm not, you know, I feel bad living in Iowa where people want to come hunt trophy deer because yeah. I just want one in the freezer. So yeah, <laughs> I got up in tree and, and I had these two deer at 70 yards for a long time, which with a muzzle loader is a chip shot. Yeah. But with a handgun was very much out of my self-imposed range. It's not out of the range of a 44 and somebody who knows how to shoot it, but it was out of my range. Mm-hmm. And, so I had to wait, and, and it was not quite the same level of short breath and pounding heart and shaking knees that I used to get with a bow, but it was pretty close. Really? And I waited for a, about a 40-yard broadside shot and took it, and uh deer went about 30 yards and fell over. Okay. So any, when you blogged about it, were, were a lot of people uh, kind of surprised that you actually uh, started hunting with handguns? And also, people, did that inspire some people to want to do it? Uh, a lot of people congratulated me. I think a lot of our readers have, have been handgun hunting for years. Uh-huh. I did a blog post about about my choice of caliber, too, mm-hmm. which generated a great big response. I think I shot a 140-grain Federal Barnes Expander bullet, mm-hmm. mm. which I think is a goes about 1,400 feet per second out the muzzle. It did 40 yards broadside. It went through a big upper leg bone. It went through the heart. It lodged in the 
hide on the far side. It did everything a bullet is supposed to do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, when you talk about the 357 uh, going out at about uh, 1,400 feet a second, I have a gamo air rifle that does the same thing. <laughs> 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 Holy cow, a little different on the head, yeah. but nevertheless. <laughs> out there with my gamo. <laughs> <laughs> now, Phil, if we want to find out more about Phil the Stream and your blogs and, and everything that you yeah, do Yeah, how can there, we get hold of you? Where can we find you guys online? com. I write for, I am one half of the gun nuts. Mm-hmm. Dave Petzl, our, our rifle editor, is the other half. <laughs> and uh, we are there pretty much post something new almost every day. That's where you end, end in Field and Stream Magazine, too. I write the shotgun column, as we as we talked about earlier. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Phil Beaujolais. Beaujolais? Beaujolais? <laughs> Can I say it? <laughs> yes. yes. Beaujolais. Beaujolais. I had it wrote down. Beaujolais. <laughs> Anyhow, and boy, I tell you what, if you really want to find out how to shoot and, and read some really great posts, you got to go to the gun nut. He's the uh, left nut. He is, and I'll tell you what, very entertaining, very insightful. Uh, anyways, we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com. And how about NRA Blog? That's NRAblog.com and High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com. But, uh, hey, Phil, man, thank you so much for being on the revolution, buddy. Hey, thank you very much for having me. All right, well, coming up next, we got Tim Brandt in the Ranger Boat. That's right, and, of course, he's with Federal Ammunition. And he is going to... Canada! Always <laughs> Canada. Tim Brandt, right here on The Revolution, coming up after this. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice American Network and let's talk football. The Ruger American Rifle an American legend is born. The Ruger American Rifle is a 100% American made firearm that offers outstanding performance at a great price. It features power bedding integral bedding blocks for outstanding accuracy. A Ruger Marksman adjustable trigger for a crisp user adjustable 3 to 5 pound trigger pull. A flush fit 4 round rotary magazine for smooth reliable feeding and a short 70-degree bolt throw for ample scope clearance and fast follow-up shots. Help Ruger raise $1 million for the NRA. Visit Ruger.com million to learn more. Make your next meal in the outdoors your most memorable with Camp Chef at CampChef.com. It's the way to cook outdoors. Cabela's is the world's foremost outfitter for hunting, fishing, and outdoor gear. You can outfit all your needs through Cabela's catalogs, online, and their many stores. With the best selection, prices, and quality, all backed by a legendary guarantee. For the best in outdoor gear, go to www.cabelas.com. The revolution is maximum outdoors with true variety. And a big howdy to Ram at RamTrucks.com. Let's move to Positive, it's um, fairly obscure as to why we are playing this song right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, our good friend, we got Tim Brandt on the line right now, and he is with Federal, Federal Ammunition. Yeah, and he is currently on his way to uh, Lake of the Woods. Yeah, to do some ice fishing. We thought this was 
Um, very fitting. Yes. Now, um, everybody knows my disdain for Canadians. <laughs> Except uh, Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. I love Jim Shockey. Um, can we just replay one bit of that real quick? Hold on. Canada, oh, Canada, land of the free. All right, stop. Let me get this right. Oh, Canada, oh, Canada, the land of the free. <laughs> <laughs> This is a great song. And by the way, Jim, you brought up a great point during What's this that? last ad break. You cannot take a handgun, handgun into Canada. Into Canada. That, my friend, is not American. <laughs> <laughs> the Canadian way. <laughs> Anyways, Tim Mano, welcome to the revolution, buddy. Hey, guys. It's been a while. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah. yeah. By the way, happy late uh, Valentine's Day. Yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah, we sent you something. Did you get it? No, I didn't get it yet. Maybe Uh-oh. it stuck uh, somewhere south. Yeah, it was one of those gals that lives in Canada. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, well we're headed that way now. So we might run into her. Well, you can take her home. You can pick her up then. <laughs> uh, you know, we are talking about handgun hunting. And, you know, Tim, I, I got kids. I go to work. I've got nine million things that I have to do. I don't understand everything about the proper loads I should be using. Um, what What's a good load? Let's say I got a, a 44 Magnum. All right. What would you recommend if I'm going to go out there and possibly do some whitetail hunting, maybe some elk hunting? What would you recommend? Sure. Well, first of all, that's a great choice because it's a pretty common caliber. A lot yeah. of people have have those guns, see them around. It's a great hunting caliber. Um, you know, as we do in our centerfire rifle line, we pride ourselves on having quite a few different options for hunters, big yeah. game hunters. And so, uh, one of the things that we've got that's newer to our line is the Swift A frame. Yeah, and it's a great weight retention. Penetrates well. It'd be a great deer and big game round in the forty-four mag. You bet. Now you you keep your fingers to the pulse of what's happening at federal. Have you seen a a, a, a surge in the amount of uh, handgun ammunition being sold? Are more people taking up handgun hunting? Yeah, I think so. I mean, there's a lot more handguns on the market than there were a few years ago, and people are just shooting more, which is great. People are learning to shoot, and uh, they're looking to do different things with them. And you know, admittedly, a lot of us have grown up either shotgun slug hunting or rifle hunting for deer and uh, when we pick up a new handgun uh, in some of the bigger calibers we look for other things to do than punch holes in paper and, and deer <laughs> hunting is one of them yeah you know I, we reference a lot in today's show the 44 magnum obviously there, there's that's probably there's the best all around probably numerous calibers out there but like Jim said probably the best out there it's been around a long time it's tried and true and like you said you can if you need to have it fixed you can pretty much get parts for it anywhere but what would you say is maybe a new up-and-coming uh, load for a different caliber that you really think is going to be something that uh, a lot of hunters are going to want to look into? You know, like I said, that A-frame bullet, we, we brought that in a couple years ago, and we're really happy with it, like it a lot. And uh, something in, like, the 460 is really? kind of a fun, popular round that uh, we hear a lot about and uh, lends itself well to big game hunting. You know, a, a big bullet moving pretty fast that, that goes pretty well. And again, their handguns are fun to shoot. It's a whole new challenge. It's a whole new take on something that we've done uh, for a long time with different firearms. Yeah. Now, Travis shoots a Thompson contender. And of course, uh, you can get 223 ammunition. He's got a 223 barrel, 3030 barrel, 410 barrel. Yeah. Lots of different barrels for that contender. And so you could really kind of mix and match and do a lot of different things, even on a single hunt. Yeah, that contender is a, a great gun for just like you mentioned. I mean, you could take that on a grouse hunt, and you could take it on yeah. a deer hunt. You know, you could put the four ten barrel on it, and then throw on a, a Magnum handgun caliber, and and uh, a lot of versatility in those guns. 
uh, a lot of fun to shoot, a lot of different options, a lot of different bullet options. It's a great, great match with Federal, that's for sure. Yeah, now real quick, uh, Tim, before we go on with this interview, if we want to find out more about you guys, uh, some of your new loads, everything that's happening at Federal, where do we have to head to online to do that? You can go to www.federalpremium.com, and we've got it all there. One of the things that we love to talk about is our load selector that's yeah. uh, mobile mobile and enabled so if you log on from your smartphone if you're in the store on the range in the field having a quote discussion with your buddies around the campfire <laughs> argument yeah it's uh it's very fast uh, i know this for sure because i went to africa for the first time last year and in all my preparation the one thing i forgot to do was write down my loads and and where they hit wind drift and everything and from a hotel in south africa i used my blackberry to get <laughs> Three different loads dialed in, and it took me less than 10 minutes. Serious. So check that out. Yeah, now it's really interesting that uh, that you bring up your African hunt because I just recently congratulated you on a great Cape Buffalo that you took last year, and I had no idea you're out of the country, and here it is. It's written in a magazine about old Tim Brandt shooting a big old Cape. Yeah, talk about a trip that I never dreamed about doing. You know, a Minnesota boy, I thought maybe I'd shoot a few deer and a few grouse in Minnesota, and that's it. So I was lucky enough to go over to Africa, and a lot of people dream about it, and uh, I got to do it. It was a, a once-in-a-lifetime experience for sure. Uh, a great opportunity. People, One of the things about Africa is people don't realize that you can go over and do some very affordable hunting, shoot a variety of species. Uh, the Plains game hunts there are second to none, and what you get for your dollar is uh, a lot better than what you'd get on the U- in the U.S. So it's, it's fun, and it's not really that unattainable. Yeah. I was reading an article this morning on uh, handgunhunt.com uh, and was talking about a guy who actually took a Cape Buffalo. It was a Wildcat cartridge. Uh, that It was a 416 uh, necked out from, I forget the uh, the bullet itself. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it was a 70-yard one-shot kill on a Cape Buffalo. Wow. You've been there. Do you want to stand and face off a Cape Buffalo with a handgun? I absolutely do not. Um, <laughs> I had a 416 Remington uh, mag rifle that I was very comfortable with, and I actually had to shoot a little bit longer than I want, but I would want no part of a Buffalo or most other things in Africa with a handgun. <laughs> that's a wise man right there. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and that's not to say they don't make the right handguns and the right tools, but you know, from an experience level, I'll, I'll let somebody else write about that for a while and then maybe practice up for a few decades. You know, I think right. handgun hunting, I you can suck at something, but if you practice good enough, you can do it. I have to say, I suck. I love to shoot my handguns, but I, I mean, I suck at it. I'll, I'll be really honest. I just... I don't know. It's like some, I'm, I suck at riding a bike and I can't shoot a pistol, but you know, I'm, <laughs> but if you could do it together, you'd be a great guy. I can yodel like a mofo. <laughs> Anyways, one, hey, we've all got our talents. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And, and Tim's now is actually smuggling stuff into Canada. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, no. One more time. We're actually coming up on a break, Mr. Tim. If we want to find out more about federal, what is happening? Uh, I mean, everything we talked about. And how you is, can help us out on our next hunt. Yeah. Where do we have to head to one more time, buddy? www.federalpremium.com. Again, it's a one-stop shop for all your loads. You can get onto our Facebook page. All of our social media things are tied in there. It's a great resource. That's right. Also, check them out on YouTube. Got some wonderful videos, very instructional. Uh, It's going to help you out, but we are the revolution. We are brought to you by Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com, plus Ruger at Ruger.com. And how about Steiner? 
That's Steiner-Binoculars.com. Mr. Tim, man, as always, thank you so much, buddy. Hey, guys. Thanks a lot. Good luck this turkey season. Ah, same to you as well, man. Hey, but listen up. We got Larry Wysoon, the bearded great one, will return with us right after these messages from our sponsor. He was brought into this world to destroy us all. That is true. That is very true. But he is a very gentle, kind-hearted man. Um, I think he will spare me since I am his own biological son. <laughs> Or something like I, that. I could be the Fu Manchu great one. Oh, you are? Ha <laughs> ha, that's a great that's right. title. All right, why soon? Right here on The Rev, coming up after this. Stay tuned. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is brought to you by Ruger at Ruger.com. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Does it ever hail in your area? Of course it does. Hail House Call is now offering training opportunities so you can profit from that hail while saving your customers thousands of dollars. We'll teach you how to repair damaged vinyl siding instead of replacing it. Check us out at hailhousecall.com or call 877-HAIL-DOC. That's 877-424-5362. You'd be surprised how affordable it can be to own your own business. This is George Thornton with the National Wild Turkey Federation. And if you're looking for great hunting, you'll find it in Kansas. You may already know about the great pheasant hunting here. But did you know Kansas is also a great place for quail, deer, geese, and my personal favorite, the wild turkey. Learn more about turkey hunting in Kansas at www.travelks.com. Every Friday, Versus Country is your home to the most respected hunters around. Starting at 8, it's Elk Fever. At 8.30, it's the buck stops here with Mike Hanback. Then at 9, let's go hunting, boy. Gun it with Benny Spies, only on Versus. Keep the revolution alive by heading to OutdoorTrailsNetwork.com. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, back to the boys. This is Revolution with Jim and Trav. The phone lines are open at 785-846-7647. You know, Trav, all this week we've been talking about hunting with handguns, and no show would be complete without having our next guest on. Yeah, real quick, I'm going to make a fool of myself, because our next guest is my hero. It's Larry Wise. You know his beard. I'm going to actually sing right now. I can't believe I just did that. Larry Wysoon. Oh, welcome to the I, revolution, I, I'm buddy. I'm so embarrassed, Trav. <laughs> I don't know whether to be embarrassed or honored. But I just got honored, actually. Yeah. Mr. Larry, as Jim said, no show. You just sank to 4.9 million people. Do you know that? I don't care. I idolize uh, Mr. Wysoon. Anyways, as Jim said, no show. Um, outdoor hunting show when it comes to pistols would be complete without having you on it. Thank you so much for being back on The Revolution. Well, thank you guys so much for asking me. I'm truly honored to be back with you. Yeah, now, uh, what length of barrel do you uh, think is probably optimum for, say, uh, white-tailed deer hunting? 87 feet. (laughs) (laughs) So precise. (laughs) I want to get as close to the end of the barrel as I can. Uh, (laughs) Actually, most most of the guns that I shoot have probably got anywhere from about the 7 to 8-inch barrels, the 7.5-inch barrel. With those, and even 6 inches in some instances, the, the barrels are short, they're stiff, because of that, they're, you know, with rifles, you get some kind of vibration in that barrel and yeah 
that can make a difference. But with those sharp, stiff barrels that we use on handguns, particularly in the revolvers, that bullets out of there so quickly that there is no opportunity for there to be any any movement in the barrel as far as the barrel itself is concerned. So to me, the, the sharp barrels work great and with a good rest, and I keep, we'll, come, come, we'll keep coming back to that because to me, I don't take a shot unless I've got a good rest. And yeah. that makes no difference whether it's a rifle or, or, or the pistols that I shoot. And that, to me, that's so important. But practices, too, is, is getting out to the range, learning the capabilities of that firearm in terms of accuracy at distance and your capabilities with it to me are, are so paramount because with the ammo that we have these days, I mean, it's well constructed and with good shot placement, I've used 44 mag to take down everything from big body Delcom down. Mm. Now, I, I'm kind of glad that you brought that up because you actually just dispelled the rumor that Jim and I believe for so long. I forget who we we're talking with uh, from Ruger and Jim was talking about long range shooting, Larry, and he's talking about the length of the barrel and so on and so forth. And he said, just as you said, that basically the length of the barrel has nothing to do with your distance. It really doesn't. He brought up the same point. It just has to do with velocity. It, velocity. And he said, you know, he was talking about the vibration. And, you know, I've been hunting uh, my whole life. I'm not that old. And Jim has, too. And I'm old. Jim is really old, Larry. <laughs> um, it's hard to believe he's older wait, than wait, wait, But he and I are about the same age. Let's back off that a little bit. <laughs> well, he's actually older than your beard, though. Uh, and that, <laughs> okay. your, your beard is epic. Um, but really, I think that is kind of funny. Um, I always thought that to be true. And I think a lot of people also believe that. And it's not true at all, is it? No, it, it really isn't. To me, the length of the barrel, the, the most important thing is that, that you burn that entire powder that's in yeah. the case that you're shooting so you get the full benefit of what that velocity can be. Yet, the velocity drops off a little bit on when you start cutting barrel length, but in terms of accuracy, some of my most accurate guns, and I've, I've tried the long barrels, and I keep coming back down even with rifles, that 22 to 24-inch barrel, which is a much shorter barrel it weighs less there's less chance of that vibration going on that we're talking about and, and then when you get into the, the the pistol length of the you know we're talking again relatively sharp barrels and, and extremely accurate yeah yeah now do you remember the wildy handgun yes i do as yeah a matter of fact. yeah i don't know if they still make those or not but that was a semi-automatic that shot a 44 magnum and holy cow it had a barrel about 11 inches long it did. I, you know, actually, I haven't seen one of those in a long time, but I, I think there's still some available, probably at least in terms of collector's items. But, you know, and you, we mentioned the 44 mag. It's not the most powerful pistol round in the world, as was stated many years ago. I mean, we've got so many more now with the 454 the 460S and W, even the 480 Ruger and the 500. But that 44 mag is sufficient in terms of most animals out to about. 100 yards, you're still producing a, a fair amount of downrange energy depending upon the load and the bullet style that you're using to where a 100-yard shot at an animal isn't out of the question. Of course, as we've talked about, I like to be right close to them if I can. Yeah, 87 feet, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, to carry, but <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot, you know, in preparation, obviously I did a, a lot of reading for the show. I watched Dirty Harry. Um, everybody does that. And he, you and, 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 uh, Dirty Harry there, you made the 44 Magnum popular. I mean, he swore, he swore by it. Obviously in that show, he said the most powerful firearm ever, but really well, maybe at that time it was. Yeah. That's been like 25, 30 years ago. Yeah. Um, but really like you were saying, get out there and practice. You have repetition. You become familiar and comfortable with that firearm. Uh, 44 Magnum. 
uh, really is going to get the job done, isn't it? It really is. Like I said, I've used it on elk and even out a little bit longer than what I'd normally talk about because I knew with that particular gun that I shoot, the one that I shoot more than anything else is that Rigger Super Blackhawk Hunter that I've had for years. Yeah. And it is extremely accurate. I mean, I can put six shots from a good solid rest within less than three inches at 100 yards. Wow. So I know that <laughs> shot placement that uh, that I can get out of that gun, the, you know, the bullet's going to perform and using the Hornet DM on more than anything else. And with the, the loads that I have for that gun, it just amazes me really how accurate it is. And then, like I said, if you know a little bit about the anatomy of an animal and you wait for that proper shot that you need to take to put that bullet maybe like on an elk, not through the shoulder, but right behind the shoulder. I mean, it's capable of doing those kind of things at, at, at pretty good distances. There are calibers out there like the 454 Casul and, and the uh, 460 S&W, and of course, the 500 S&W as well, that that really produce a lot of energy at a long way down range. But, uh, you know, there, again, it comes down to it's a big part of the hunting game is to being proficient with what you're shooting and then being as proficient as you can in getting as close as what you're capable of doing in certain circumstances. You bet, you bet. Hey, we've been talking with Larry Wisehoon, and boy, I tell you what, if you want to find out more about Larry Wisehoon and maybe get a replica of his beard, yeah, I would. <laughs> I want one bad. Anyways, if we want to find out about A Hunter's Life with Larry Wisehoon or Outfitters Rating TV, Larry, where do we have to head to online? Right now, still the very best place to go is to OutfittersRating.com. I mean, this is a, it's a great site for a lot of different reasons, but uh, they'll keep you up to date as to what's going on with Outfitters Rating TV, which is running right now on Wednesday yeah. nights. And then, of course, as we get into the, the summertime in late June, first week of July, we'll go back to A Hunter's Life. And we've got some really great hunts on both those TV shows. We were very, very fortunate this past year in, in places we hunted and some of the animals we took. And, I mean, it was a fabulous year. If, if we can do a third as good as what we did in 2000. <laughs> That's right. You know, you guys know, I think it was like two weeks ago, I think it's the American Facial Hair Institute proposed to Congress seriously yes. about getting a $250 tax credit. I think Larry should be the poster child <laughs> yeah. for their agenda. Seriously. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. I know there's well, there's small children living in there. <laughs> well, hey, we are the revolution and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks, RamTrucks.com plus Zeiss. That's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. And how about uh, Cabela's at Cabela's.com. And Ruger. Ruger.com. Mr. Larry, man, thank you so much for being on The Revolution, buddy. Gentlemen, thank you so much for allowing me to be there with you. Uh, you bet. Well, folks, hang on, because after the break, we're going to be taking a call from Gary Smith from Handgun Hunting Magazine. And hopefully, this time, Travis oh. won't sing. I am going to sing now. <laughs> you love my my beautiful yeah, your pipes voice. Anyways, hang on. We'll be right back after this. It's the weekend, and do you know where your outdoors is? It's here. It's now. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav, sponsored by whitetails-extreme.com. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Hard-hitting radio is a new kind of sports and entertainment show. Your hosts are NFL veterans Mark McMillan and co-host Byron Evans. It's an hour of hater-free radio every week. You'll hear interviews with top athletes, celebrities, coaches, and fans. It's humor, hits, and conversation. Hard-hitting radio is on with McMillan and Evans. Listen Fridays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Network. 
Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 20 jerky-making kits, 13 snacking stick flavors, and 13 varieties of sausage-making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. If you've ever been called a creep, then this is your outdoor show. This is The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Brought to you by Ram at RamTrucks.com. Well, anyways, uh, just to recap. Uh, Why do you recap the show? Well, that's because if they miss it, that's people that are just tuning in, Uh-oh. so they kind of keep, they, they feel like we brought them up to speed. They found us ready for us. We're talking here. about big game hunting with handguns. Yeah. Uh, just before the break, we heard from Larry Wisehoon, my daddy. Yeah. I love that man. Now we got Gary Smith, and what is a Gary with? No, Gary Smith is the editor of Handgun Hunting Magazine, and you can find him online at uh, Handgun Hunt. Com. Yeah, and your phone is 785-846-7647. But you know, guys, uh, big game hunting with handguns is pretty much an undefined sport right now. Yeah. Um, a lot of people know about it. They thought about it. Not very many people actually participate in it. You because know? they don't know the ins and outs of it. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Would you say that's true? A fair assessment? Yeah. Gary. Well, it is kind of undefined. And, you know, even, uh, you know, as we were talking earlier, you know, even a lot of state agencies and things like that, they don't understand it. Um, if it's not something you've been exposed to yeah. and, and haven't witnessed, you know, what can be done with uh, the handgun hunting, uh, you know, within the community and what's been done today. And, you know, uh, they, they really don't have any idea. Um, yeah. But uh, that was really the main reason that I started uh, handgunhunt.com was so that, you know, we could uh, hopefully educate some people out there and bring new people into the sport and uh, show that there is a you know viable purpose for handguns other than just self-defense. Yeah. Now, real quick, once again, uh, hand out that web address because a lot of uh, pertinent information on there that people need to get on there and check it out. So please hand that out one more time. Sure. It's handgunhunt.com. Yeah. You know, I really liked your online magazine. I mean, it was really easy to use. I mean, I'm not the brightest guy uh, out there. I'll, I'll yeah, <laughs> your travel that. with that. <laughs> but it well, actually the, the great thing about it is the the whole thing is really uh, the content out there is provided by the people that come to the site. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I've, I've probably got more than a hundred articles published by the members. There's very active forums and things like that, and information that's available. Now, I was out reading on your website, and this is something that. Throughout today's show and everything, I never even thought of, you know, we always compare hunting with a pistol when it comes to range as a bow, which we said in today's show already. But um, I never thought about it. You wrote there's that three to four clicks when you cock that gun that can alert the deer. And I never even thought of that because, you know, when you figure out that you're up there bow hunting, got to pull back and you don't want to be spotted by the game. I don't know if you've ever cocked a gun. It's very effective in movies. Gets your attention. It'll do the same thing to the game you're pursuing, won't it? Yeah, it, it absolutely can. And, and you know, one of the you, you learn a few of these things as you go along and, and make a few mistakes. You know, if and, and revolvers tend to click more than like a single shot, for example. Yeah. So, you know, if, if you try to cock it, then move to position the gun to get it pointed at the game, they're likely going to see that movement. Whereas if you put the gun up, and then cock it, it's a whole lot more effective because the gun's already pointed basically in their direction. The other thing you can do is if you see them coming far enough out is you can get it cocked uh, maybe a few minutes before they get within pistol range. Um, And in some cases, if they're not real close, then uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, most people don't realize that 
with a single shot pistol today and a, and a scope on it, a handgun scope, it's not uncommon to make shots at two and three hundred yards with a, with a handgun. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's uncommon in this studio for anyone <laughs> here to be able to do that. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, you know, well, but you know what? Uh, handgun hunters are probably a little bit different, um, especially the guys that do use uh, single shot guns, because in order to be a really uh, effective and, and successful at handgun hunting, you have to be a shooter not yeah. just a hunter. You know, a lot of guys that hunt with rifles or shotguns, you know, they might shoot a box of shells through their gun once a year, uh, get it zeroed in before season, go out and go hunting. And, you know, that skill doesn't diminish as quickly as it does with a handgun. Oh, yeah, uh, definitely. If you don't shoot year-round for the most part with a handgun uh, and get a lot of repetition at the range, you're going to find that it's quite difficult. And I think that's one of the reasons that more people don't do it is because it is considerably more difficult than hunting with a long gun. Mm-hmm. Um, it's close to bow hunting, except that it's more fun because you get to shoot guns. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, now, now, one thing that I've noticed just from being on the Handgun Hunter site uh, for Handgun Hunter magazine is that, uh, you know, while we think of a, of a pistol as maybe a revolver or maybe a semi-automatic, you've got some pistols in there that, uh, holy cow, they're, they're long barrel things with bolts on them. Yes. Um, there's only a couple uh, manufacturers that still are making, um, you know, well, one really that's making a bolt action, and that's the HS Precision. They still make one. But there's still a lot of old Remington XP100s in service. Um, and then Savage made the Striker for a while um, that was a, a great bolt gun. But that's even a niche within a niche for the bolt action folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I was reading, um, you know, you kind of started off um, and you're using a scope, but you've gotten back more traditional just going with iron sights in a like a four to five inch barrel. Now, obviously, um, hunting with a pistol is a challenge, but when you've kind of mastered that and you want to make it even more of a challenge, <laughs> I got to say, what is wrong with you, Gary? You're a heck of a guy, <laughs> Gary. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's one of those things that to me, that's the most difficult aspect of hunting with a handgun is when you're going to shoot, you know, an open sighted gun with a, let's say, four to six inch barrel, uh, with wow. open sight. And, um, I prefer a four and three quarter inch barrel just because that's what the Freedom Arms guns that I, the revolvers that I prefer come in. That's the short barrel length for them. Um, but they're also really easy to, to pack around. Uh, you know, you can put one of those on your belt and go, go about doing whatever you normally would and you've always got it with you. It's not like a, a rifle. Rifles just seem to be kind of odd to me, uh, today. You know, they're heavy and they're long and, you know. <laughs> Kind of unwieldy. Yeah. Uh, where can we find you guys online? One more time, Gary. It's uh, handgunhunt.com. And, of course, you can always just uh, Google handgun hunting, and uh, it'll come up in the search results if you can't remember. You bet. Hey, we've been talking with Gary Smith. Of course, he's the editor of Handgun Hunter Magazine. And if you'd like to find out more information about him, yeah, just go to handgunhunt.com. We highly recommend it. But we are the revolution, and we are brought to you by Ram Trucks, ramtrucks.com, plus High Mountain Seasonings at H-I-M-T-N jerky.com plus Zeiss. That's Zeiss.com forward slash sports. Mr. Gary Man, thank you so much for being on The Revolution, buddy. Really appreciate it. Yeah, enjoyed it. Good talking to you guys. Have a great day. You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. 
If you're looking for a radio show about boxing, you usually can't find one until you stop by the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to Outside the Ring with former world lightweight champion and U.S. Olympian David Diaz. We'll deliver the knockout punches with our guests as we go inside the minds of today's top fighters. We'll throw in discussion of other sports as well from time to time. Outside the Ring with David Diaz airs every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Hey, we want to give a special thanks to all of our 366 affiliate stations, our advertisers, and everyone that makes the show possible. Like Miss Bunny, Fun Joe, Mark Finnery, Frank the Sound Guy, Doug Koenig, Phil Borgeli, Tim Brandt, Larry Wysoon, and... Gary Smith. So we are The Revolution. So make sure you stay tuned next week right here, same place, same time, for The Revolution with Jim and Trav. We love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Your local news weather, it is coming up next. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.